Welcome back to Risk Check Podcast, episode 30. Woo! Dirty 30. Facts. We're getting filthy with this one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rated R Risk but Check. But we've got a special uh, episode uh, in store for you all. Uh, but first, let's get to some introductions. My name is Perry. I'm Ben. And we are two-thirds of the Rich Check Podcast. There's someone missing today you might notice if you're watching and not listening. Uh, Rashawn is currently on vacation. Yeah. You could say. Somewhere. He's on a working vacation. Uh, Somewhere. We'll we'll share a picture of him. So this is the moment when we present Rashawn. Here he is. You see him in all his glory. He's relaxing somewhere. (laughs) Uh, Probably smoking a cigar. Definitely smoking a cigar. (laughs) And we wish him the best. So in his place tonight, we have a really good friend of the pod, Ricardo Cement, contributing writer for Time and Tide. Thank, Thank you. you for joining us tonight, sir. It's great to be back, man. It's comfortable. Great to have Real you here. comfortable. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> that should feel familiar. I think you sat in the same seat yes, when we did your yes, episode. Yes. Sure. Like special like, there we go. Like, yeah, exactly. There we go. There we go. Uh, and tonight, we have a special guest. We'll be interviewing uh, Jamal Parham. What's up, y'all? How's it going? Did I pronounce your last name correctly? It's Parham. Parham. Got you. Thank you yeah. for that. No problem. Um, but before we get into tonight's festivities, we've got to have our honorary wrist check. Uh, I'll kick it off tonight, and then we'll go down the, the line. Uh, I'm wearing. I'm wearing the watch. I w- no. This was. I wore this on the second episode. Second episode. I wore this on the second episode. I might have worn it again on another episode. I don't. I'm not. Sure, if I, I think I think you wore the uh, the LG on the first episode. No, the first episode I wore my G Shock, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, but I wore this on the second episode. This was, I think, this might have been my first vintage watch purchase. Um, this is my vintage Omega Seamaster. Uh, big Omega fan. I saw it for a really good price. Um, and decided to uh, to pick it up. This one I have, so it's it's a, it's a gold filled case, mm-hmm. ten carat, right? Yes. Um, so it does have real gold on it. I wanted a gold watch, uh, but at the time couldn't. Have, I, well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see fit to spend the kind of money. Go, uh, uh, gold watch, big gold. Yeah. Yeah. Cost. Yeah. Uh, so I settled for this, uh, but I'm very very pleased with it. And um, I have it on what was originally a very pale croc strap that's patinaed a little bit. And now it's um, it's very caramel, which I'm, I'm enjoying. Uh, but, yeah, this is a tried and true favorite of mine. Ricardo, what do you got for us? Um, huh. I woke up and decided to take a mission to Jupiter. There we oh, go. Wow. <laughs> um, I, I've told myself that. I will be wearing these as often as possible. These will not just sit at home. So recently, if you check my Instagram, you will see I have a couple shots of, of wearing this watch. Yeah. Um, but to accomplish that, I had to get it off the, what I think most of us would agree is not necessarily the best. Sure. <laughs> um, and I have it on this rubber strap from a company called Perpetual Straps. Um, it's brown in color, works with the kind of sand, the sandy case and mm. the orange highlights. 
Um, I've hollered at the guy who runs the company and I asked him for a certain color that I'd love him to make to match the strap. Um, if that happens, I'd love to show you guys because I have some crazy stuff in my okay. head about something to match with this. It has to make a strap to match that hand. Yeah. That second hand. Actually, all I'm going to say is Heath Ledger. Okay. okay, we'll leave and it there. Then, and, then, and then you'll okay. see where I'm going with um, so with my, my thought process. I've seen people online swapping out the straps for a bunch of moon swatches. This is one of the better ones I've seen. This one's really good. Uh, when we were at the Oris event, you had the mission to... Um, mission to the moon. Mission to the moon. Mm. And you had uh, the same strap. In, was It was black, right? It was black, yeah. Yeah, that one was really good, too. Yeah. So he's he's doing some really great rubber straps. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Speedmaster in general is like low key a great watch on a rubber. It's strap. a strap monster, monster. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yes, and to Ben's point, what he said, it is a strap monster. You can actually throw it on almost anything. Yeah, whatever yeah. you want yeah. to work, and it's yeah. going to look good. Quite the contrary to like Rolex. Facts. Yeah, yeah, but it does well. I think it's something about like the kind of twisted lugs. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I guess I, I, I know this is a rub people that's the wrong way, but I continue the Omega story here. Let's see where um. We need to preface this by saying oh, we man, never is this talk Omega about commercial. Y'all got the back. episode number one. Word from our sponsor. Number one. <laughs> Omega, we need a check. That's yeah. Well, we know someone now, but we'll that's yeah. we'll take that to another party. Number two. We don't discuss what we're going to wear on days that we're filming. So this was all coincidental. I actually didn't realize we were all doing this. I realized it. <laughs> I realized it once you said what your wrist track was. I was like, okay, Ricardo's wearing his moon swatch. Cool, whatever. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Are you guys <laughs> uh, wow. I don't know what's happening. So I, I am obviously also wearing a moon swatch. I'm wearing Mission to Mars. It's my favorite of the bunch. It's the one I wanted the most. Um... I do still have it on the less desirable strap. Erica's Originals, if you're listening, I ordered three straps like three months ago. I'm still waiting. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Where we going? Just saying. But Mission to Mars is my favorite of the bunch, like right. I said. I think it's the best colorway. The white and the red, it just, red's one of my favorite colors. I had to have it. The second I saw it, I was like, this is hands down the best one. If I can only get one, this is the one I want. I got it. I'm happy with it. I want more, but we'll see what what happens there. So what's funny is the two that you're wearing are the you two also that I own. <laughs> Shout out to Perry's wife. Shout out to my wife. She's gonna love that. She's if it, got one of those if it wasn't for her, we would not have these we at would, all. Facts, very true. Facts. If it wasn't for truly, you would not have these. Yeah, because I gave you the inside yeah. intel. Yep. Facts. Yes. So yes. thank you, Perry's wife. Yes. Yep. She'll. She's. She, she's gonna love that. Jamal, what are you rocking today? I'm doing um, an Omega. Um, Here we go. Cut the check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm wearing a vintage Omega Seamaster F300 electric. It's great. Um, which is just like a weird little dive watch. Um, it was something that Omega licensed the Accutron movement from Bulaba. So it's got this really nice sweeping hand on it. It's got an integrated bracelet. I'm a sucker for an integrated bracelet. The, 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 that bracelet looks like an oyster bracelet. Yeah, a little bit, right? <laughs> also, peep how it connects to the case. I yeah. know, I saw just, that. Just like a Vacheron overseas. Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. So it's it's like, it's got real 70s vibes. I yeah. love 70s vibes in a watch. Like, it's, um, yeah. It's just like, it's been my kind of go-to summer one. Mm. So. Respect. Yeah. yeah. Also, right, so Pi Pan Dial. 
I just yes. noticed that. Yes. That Love the light just hit off it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Thanks, man. So, Jamal, filmmaker, writer. Yeah. Welcome to the pod. Thanks. It's good to be here. Uh, we've been talking for some time, and I'm glad we were finally able to, to make this happen. Yeah. You've, you've been a very busy man. Uh, uh, it's, it's been a it's <laughs> booked and blessed, right? Booked and <laughs> blessed. Right? <laughs> so for those that don't know, start um, <laughs> this gentleman also happens to be a co-director on a very popular HBO show right now mm-hmm. uh, that I'm a big fan of. And that's Pause with Sam Jett. Yeah. Which yeah. is an incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so she is hilarious. She's great. Sam I discovered her genius. via her. Uh, she had a I think it was a Netflix show. That the, she did. Three in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, Me yeah. and my wife watched that and nonstop laughs. Yeah. And uh, and then kind of going back and looking into who she was, found Paul's on HBO. Yeah. And um, I really, really enjoy it. It's it's a great show to make. I'm yeah. glad that people are, are responding to it. It's like, yeah. It's, it's there's, a, a, there's, a, there's, there's part of it that's very sort of like spur of the moment and like... Yeah. Uh, improv yeah. that I enjoy. Yeah. And then you guys insert um, some sort of like scripted, um, what's the word? Like the, the sketch, the activation. The sketch, the, yeah. So yeah, the, yeah, the, the sketch, yeah. there's some sketch comedy that's part yeah. of it too that's yeah. really yeah. good. Um, but it's kind of all from her perspective. And if yeah. you've seen her Netflix special, you get it. And it's really, yeah. really good. It's thought provoking, it's hilarious. Um, hold no bars. Yeah, she's like she just yeah. she goes in. It, let's well, kind of, it's, a, it's a party. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like we actually shoot those like parties. Like, That's awesome. It happens at night at party time. You know what I mean? Like people are really drinking. Yeah. Like it's um and it's just our job is to capture that energy mm-hmm. and it's um it's kind of wild to be there. Some sometimes you at the end of it you're like oh wow like you know yeah, like, I mean? we, like, like that actually like, just happened. Shooting you're probably behind the camera like trying not to laugh oh it's it's like trying not to laugh trying to it's like because and everyone's just them and themselves you know what i mean and like sam is the kind of person that welcomes a conversation so it's like you also have people who's like i don't necessarily agree with what they're saying or like do they realize the cameras are on them right now you know what i mean right right. (laughs) um but it's i think it's her genius is the way that she opens people up to conversation and how she mm. listens. And yeah. it's, um, like I said, it's, it's a ton of fun to make. And, you know, we're glad people enjoy it. Fingers crossed for season three. You know season I mean? three. Yeah, it's season three, yeah, Big for time. sure. Has to. So. For sure. So getting into your story. Yeah. Um, I know you're an L.A. native. Yeah. Born and raised. Um, but but who is who is Jamal? Uh, it's a little, little bit of LA, a little bit of New York. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you've been in New York for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, um, I grew up in Los Angeles, Culver City, to be exact. Um, okay. Moved out to New York when I was eighteen to go to film school. Gotcha. Um, and I've kind of been here ever since. But living that bi-coastal life a little bit, so mm. it's like I like you know my my personality is a little mix of both of those things like uh, you're stationed here in new york um, yeah yeah home base is brooklyn awesome um but yeah you know. how do you like bk i love it um that was the right thing to say been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no my wife and i've been living in brooklyn for like 12 years now 11 years something oh like wow that. so you're so, an official new yorker yeah, 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 yeah. that's how and i've been i've been here for 22 years total so oh wow right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes you official tissue yeah that's so a new go. york uh <laughs> term for those <laughs> official tissue we won't get into what that means <laughs> i'm just gonna leave it at that, just leave it at that. you don't have to yeah, urban yeah, dictionary um, yeah. 
But as a, as a as a kid growing up in LA, yeah. were you were you into watches and film? Yeah, I mean, it was for me. Um, watches was definitely first. I okay. mean, it's like oh really? I, yeah, I think oh, so. Wow. It's like having a group of friends who are somehow like a little too fashion conscious for the okay. age they were. You know what I mean? Sure. But it's like it. This was like the nineties. It was like cross colors. It was like right. Kanai. It was yeah. like all of that type of shit and like how you. It, it that was the entry point, right? Mm. So it was like fashion and keeping up with your friends, you know what right. I mean? So it started with smaller stuff, um, like the Jurassic Park watch. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, was like really, I would say my first grail is what I, what I call it. This thing's awesome. crazy. <laughs> this is absolutely um, nutty. It's yeah. dope. And it was just a dope thing to wear as a kid, you know what I mean? And um, I think movies came a little bit after that, mm-hmm. like seeing the movie. Yes. I wanted to watch before I saw the movie. Sure. Seeing the movie was like, oh, no, now I want to make those things. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and that was kind of how it started. And it, it's been rolling ever since. So what's the story with this piece? Because I think it's interesting. Like now you, you are an actual filmmaker. Yeah. Here's a watch that was i mean i remember when this movie came out yeah this was like the thing to see i mean yeah. like for a kid growing up in the 90s this was jurassic yeah. park was our star wars exactly in exactly. a lot of ways yeah you know yeah um so what what was the story with this i know you wanted it as a kid were yeah you, were you a, successful in getting one? i was not successful in getting one okay so it was a thing that i very much was like yo i need that i want that my mom was like no way yeah. <laughs> Do you know how much it retailed for back then? I don't. I don't. I'm sure it wasn't a ton of money, but it was yeah. just like not a thing. That, it's like you don't need you that. Know, you don't need that. that. Yeah. Like, you're fine. Yeah. What do you need to tell time for? You don't have a job? <laughs> <laughs> we we wake you up to go to school. Wake you up, you go the to bell school. rings, you know, when to leave yeah, school. Exactly. That's it. Um, and I never got it. You know what I mean? Mm. And my, my watch collecting journey continued after that and i think i've always kind of been chasing that feeling of like i need it i want it yeah let me have it you know I what i mean that's like. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just had a conversation today about that we did yeah. yeah um but yeah once uh i mean a couple years ago i saw it on ebay and i was like oh no i could not now i have a job like take that mom <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, so i scooped it up like, yeah, it like i resonate I, I resonate <laughs> like with that though. i know how that feels still new in the box i got the box and papers for it so wow. you know what, I mean? what year is it i mean is it dated 1992 it's 90, yeah, yeah yeah oh wow that's yeah. like my my jellyfish my yeah, jellyfish the paperwork on this, this is 94 condition too by yeah. the way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. This thing looks brand new. No, I'm telling you, it was like new in the box. Wow. Like Somebody yeah. just held it for that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was waiting for you. That's all yeah. it was. Exactly. You know, what's funny, too, is um, hearing this story, it makes me think about how much earlier I actually was interested in watches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Because when you think about, like, if you were a McDonald's kid, I was a McDonald's kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Happy oh, Meals. Yeah. Happy Meals. Oh, you know, there were a couple of Happy Meals that had a watch yeah. in it. And I think about like... The Burger King Rugrats watches. Fire. I used to have yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I yeah. think like I had a Power Rangers the watch. watch. Yeah, you know, the it was like watch, yeah. as a kid <laughs> when, you know, you might not be into branding, but you have right. these, you know, you have these pop cultural references, mm-hmm. you know, these movies, these shows. And it's like, that's your childhood. Yes. Yeah. Anytime you can get your hands on some merch, and oftentimes they would come out with watches, you were like, yeah, I want the Power Rangers yeah, 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 yeah. I want the Jurassic Park watch. And so it's got me thinking, it's like, wow, you know, I was 
perhaps into timepieces. You, yeah, you. you were you were interested think, in the object before yeah. you even knew what it was. 100%. I mean, for me too, it it unlocked an early like collector addiction. You okay. know what I mean? Like, because I'm just kind of a collector in general. It's like comic mm. books. Yeah. Oh, you collect watches. Comics. I do. Tight. Um, cameras, sneakers. Okay. Like clothes. It's like <laughs> kind of any. You can go down the list. Records. Mm -hmm. But it's it was this idea of like oh i want this one i want that one i want this one and you, being able to display your collection as right. well was a big thing for me as a kid mm -hmm. like having everything kind of neatly arranged in place oh and same. like in the room yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, it's yeah. like and i think that like that watch was like the that started it, it sure. started that chase <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy like the level of detail on this is wild, right? It's wild. Like, I would never make anything like that. Like, yeah, today, <laughs> today the stuff that's in these McDonald's, like Happy Meals, like you mm -hmm. feel like you put them on your wrist and they just disintegrate yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at the moment. Like, like they're still. Also, clicks. I love, I love that the inside of it says spitter. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> For whatever reason, yeah, I'm like, good. that's kind of hard. Well, if you've seen the movie, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the cool. colors on the Raptor are amazing. They're yeah. very vibrant. And to and to to Ricardo's point, you don't see that on yeah. a lot of the stuff that yeah, you yeah. see coming out today. I wonder who made the movement that goes inside of this. Yeah, I don't know. We gotta look that up. I think it's crazy though. My money, yeah. my money's on on Seiko. Seiko probably. Probably Seiko or, or that's like maybe even G Shock Casio. Even the strap is dope. Do you do you do you wear that? Barely. Yeah, it like barely fits. You apart. you wore it for the, <laughs> you wore it for the last wrist check. Yeah, Wednesday, yeah, I did last wrist check Wednesday. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, you yeah, posted like it, popping off. So <laughs> like when you when you when you posted it before we actually reshared it. Yeah, I sent it in the group chat and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This shit is hot." <laughs> I was like, this is nuts. Yeah. It's so I could, I could wear it for about three, four minutes. And it's like, I got to put something. It's dope, but it's, yeah, it's, your like, turns uh, purple. it's a piece of ephemera. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah. For sure. You know? It's for like sure. an art piece. Yeah. It's a piece of my story. Yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at what point uh, in your childhood did you realize that like you were interested in film? Um, or was that latter? It was, was later? later. Like, I, I think... Again, like Jurassic Park kind of unlocked something. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I wanted to know how they did it. It right. wasn't just about enjoying the story as much as I was like, yo, how did they make dinosaurs come back alive? Yeah, got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? Um, and I started kind of diving into that. Was also like burgeoning Star Wars kid and Star Trek kid at that point. So it's like, was always trying to track down, going to the library, like mm -hmm. the photo books and the behind the scenes shit. And like right. looking at, like I had this book of like Lucasfilm, like models and map paintings and things. And was like, yo, this is crazy. Like this is somebody's job to do this. Yeah, yeah. But true. it was never, like at that point, I think I was still thinking like, oh, I'll be like an archeologist. <laughs> <Again, laughs> right? <It's> like, <laughs> got it. it. Kept coming back to that. Yeah. Um, and, and then that kind of evolved. I was always kind of an artsy kid too. Like mm. I drew a lot, painted. Um, and by the time I got to high school, I was like, okay, I'm going to be an architect. Oh, um, really? yeah. And then I took architecture one, my freshman year and failed it. It's the okay. only, <laughs> only I've ever gotten in my entire Very quick lesson. Yeah. To, uh, lesson. Not pursuing this occupation. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had to take another, I had to take another elective. Um, the only other thing that was open was film two. And okay. I like begged the teacher. I was like, please, I have to take another elective. I don't want to have to go to like summer school or, you know, have an extra period, whatever. He let me in first class. I was like, no, this is it. Wow. Like, I was like, 
13, 14 at the time. Wow. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And I have never looked back. That's right. amazing. Yeah. So. Do you um, think that had more to do on the on the teacher that was there or more so uh, just your experience? Yeah, I think it was both. I think um, the teacher, uh, shout out to Jim Knight. Um, shout out Jim Knight. Was a guy who was just really encouraging and like there was never any limit to the imagination. It's something that is helpful when you're making mm -hmm. films, right? Sure. Um, but it was also, it was just something I got instantaneously. Yeah. You know, like I could kind of see the world in shots and I could figure out stories and structure and things mm. like that. It's just, I took to it. Yeah, you understood it immediately. It. Yeah. Um, and it just made me happy. You know That's I mean? awesome. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm never happier than when I'm on set, on set yeah. you know what I mean? Or in the, in the edit bay or just like coming up with shit. It's like, that's the, like, that's it. It's like perfect. That's incredible. So, man. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, considering your profession and your hobby, um, you're, you're a collector. Yeah. You like film. Um, I'm curious if, watch collecting has in any way somehow influenced uh your process or your method yeah. in terms of like i mean for sure it makes sure that what you're doing yeah it's, <laughs> um it makes sure that i keep working sure <laughs> <laughs> time is it <laughs> um but i think it's it's different like i i'm always thinking of film in terms of units of time and it's like I think one of the few art forms that really relies on the audience's understanding of how the director is bending time or stretching time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So a lot of times when I'm ideating, I'll use a chronograph to do that. Like mm. I'm usually wearing my Speedmaster um, or I have a Zodiac uh, Grand Rally that I wear sometimes. Um, things that I can like literally close my eyes and hit the yeah. pushers and mm -hmm. like try to figure out the units of time that it would take to communicate a story. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I do a lot of commercials. Um, so you have to tell that story within 30 seconds or 15 sure. seconds. And it's really helpful with like just getting, a, like you said, a tactile way to mm. express time. Mm. Um, on set, I'm always wearing a diver. Okay. Um, I usually wear this Pelagos, um, which is just very helpful in being able to visualize how much time you have to work. Right. <laughs> you know so what I mean? also with, with that being said, it's not just any Pelagos. It's an LHD. It's the LHD. So it's, it's a lefty. Yeah. Um, with that being said, bezel ASMR. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Fire bezel. Very so clicky. Good. Yeah. And Titanium. I like that it's got that slightly different click. At yeah. The, at the it's 12. a 60 click. Yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah the click the, is audible. It's audibly different at yeah. 12 o'clock. Yeah. Um, with that being said, titanium case and bezel means ceramic ball bearing. That's mm -hmm. the secret to the sound. Yeah. Anything else would chemically bond that. and your bezel would seize when it move. It's funny too, because like, obviously like we all collect watches and if you collect watches, you end up getting pieces that, you know, especially if you're collecting tool watches, yeah. very specific and intended purposes, mm -hmm. right? And I have a couple of dive watches, I'm not a diver. Yeah. I have a couple of chronographs, I'm not a, not a racer. Like car driver <laughs> yeah but you look for opportunities yeah, to for like sure. kind of get you in the mood because it is like you know when you have a timepiece that you you care about there's a little bit of there's a little bit of romance yeah, involved, yeah. oh yeah honest, right i mean my wife and i we went to mexico for christmas um last winter and literally 
I was like, which one's going in the ocean today? Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> well, I know, I know for a fact when, when Perry wears the Speedmaster, he times how long it takes him to get from the train to his job. Sure. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Definitely. Yeah. I, I time everything. If my daughter is like, if I'm going to park my daughter, I usually wear a Speedy. Yeah. And then uh, I'll time like, like she'll get on the scooter and I'm like, how fast can you go? And I'll, I'll time yeah. her. And she's yeah. like, how fast was I? Like, you yeah. know, it's I fun. mean, I put the, the, the moon swatch on this morning and I timed, so my train was like a nine minutes to get to the station. Yeah. I was timing, I was like, is this shit actually nine minutes? Cause yeah. it's, the, it's the MTA, <laughs> it's not nine minutes. And for those that are listening that are not in New York City, we we, we use public transportation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually the most efficient way to move around and the city. He, out here it is. Also, Very much so. you so, get sometimes the worst way. Yeah. Can be. Yeah. I will say this, like, we're so used to hearing the stories about like just look at most like watch advertisements. It's like the guy climbing the mountain, mm, yeah. the diver, the stuff. It's cool to hear someone in such a different field than what's always shown to yeah. us actually making use and using yeah. it as mm -hmm. a tool in just a different way. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah, like like you say, realistically, none of us are, or most of us are not diving off right, cliffs for sure. or going 100 meters. We're yeah, just, but we don't have wetsuits on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's it's so cool to hear that you're using it in that aspect yeah. and just keeping track of what's going on. Um, yeah, that's, that's... I mean, I think, too, for me, it's so much of what we do in, like, modern filmmaking is all very digital. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. having just kind of a, a physical sense of tactileness, like I'm very much an old man in that way. Like I like the analog. I like. I was about to ask you that too. Work, I get a sense know? from you that you prefer analog. Yeah, terms, I mean, like categorically. Yeah, it, it, it on a personal level, I do. Because you I shoot did, on you know? film too. All right, yeah. Well, we shoot we shoot on a combination of film and digital. I would prefer to shoot on film. I okay. think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's always about the right tools. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Just like with watches, it's like there's certain things that it's like, yo, that might not work or that's not going to look the same way. Um, but I think we've gotten to a point where the kind of default is digital and right. I like having the choice. You gotcha. I mean? You like having options. I like having options. Different, you, different paints to paint. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Did so. you notice when you bought this watch that your serial number ends in 69? 100%. <laughs> 100%. That's good. Oh my God. Uh, I was saying my man that sold me the watch, I asked him to read off the serial numbers. I think there were three in the yeah. store and that was the second one. I was like, no, nah, that's it. I don't I have a friend uh, who loves the podcast, Lewis. Shout out to Lewis. He, uh, he was interested in the Grand Seiko and he asked me to help him get one. And I was like, yo, I found one. And he was like, oh, cool. Like it's limited edition. Like what number yeah. is it? And I was like, 69 that's good <laughs> and he was like give me <laughs> like no hesitation yeah so how did this how did the pelagos come into your life what's the story there yeah so the pelagos was um an accident almost oh really um, i wanted uh a grand seiko i think it was the sbge 257 it's okay. like the um ceramic green, ceramic green yeah, with the, the yellow hand yep i, I think uh um, ricardo has one of those in his collection that, i had my eyes on that hard before yeah. i fell in love with uh, another oh you got the steel bezel <laughs> steel bezel you got the steel bezel that's right yeah. but i i knew i knew that was the watch i wanted like i was i had gone hard i was like photoshopping it with different straps so it's sure. like oh yeah wow. 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 oh yeah because you, you, you could do that like, <laughs> i mean that's it. a good idea <laughs> yeah that's good it's just like making sure definitely making sure this is the watch i want i walked into the shop i walked past the case with tutors in it and i was like no nah, that one 
Mm. Like it just called to me. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta have that watch. Wow. Didn't even think about it. How would wow. you how would you explain that feeling? When the watch calls to you, how would you explain that? It's it's like like the siren song to the rocks. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's like cause everything else went away. Like I completely forgot about this watch I was obsessing over for months. Yeah. You know so what I mean? How would you then compare that to like what's a similar feeling feeling when like you're doing your normal nine to five? Is there like what would you tie that? Yeah, to? it's like it's kind of breaking the story for the first time. You know what I mean? It's like there are times when, especially in commercials, like you get a brief or you get boards or something, and you're pitching against a bunch of different directors, right? Yeah. And what they're looking for is kind of your take, and you don't always. You're like, I don't really know what the way into this is, but you're walking down the street, you're having lunch, you're in the shower, and then it'll hit you, mm. and it's like, oh no, it's perfect, and I'm the only one who can make this commercial. You know what I mean? And it's that same feeling. And I think chasing that, it is it is a little bit of an adrenaline rush. Too, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, I guess the wheels You just going. know it's out there and yeah. you have to make yourself ready to receive it when, yeah. when it's when it's there. And I think that's what happened with the watch. And most, oh. most of my watch purchases have happened that way. So, I mean, that's a good way to buy watches. Like yeah. it, it's, you're, you're kind of guaranteeing that there's a pretty high chance that thing is going to stay with you for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll, I'll never get rid of that watch. Yeah. Like, awesome. And there's a, there's a connection immediately. That, like, never sells. You know what I mean? Um, and I think the LHD is going to be, over time, very important for the brand. I think so. I think the Pelagos yeah. LHD, for yeah. sure. That, it's like, it's just, it's just such a comfortable watch. To, like, it feels like nothing. Yeah, you know it's, right? and you don't think that because it's such a big watch. Yeah, it is a big it's watch. But then gigantic. you put it on and you're like, it's, it's titanium. I literally it was like walking around my apartment the other day. I was like, where's my watch? And I was like, oh, it's on my wrist. Like, it, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I've done that I wear like a couple other tutors are just watches that are heavier and you yeah. feel it. This yeah. one is just like. It's Especially not, because of the, the, the footprint that it has on your wrist. You expect yeah. it to weigh more. And, and the, the way that the strap works. You know, yes, right. yeah. right. you know what I mean? Yep. So it's like it kind of expands on that little thing. So you never feel it mm-hmm. tightening against your wrist. Yeah. So that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Um, so going back to the timeline watches. Yeah. We just talked about the Pelagos, but moving back to Jurassic Park and going forward. Yeah. I know, you know, just from talking to you that you're you're like when you got serious about watches, your four into watches mm-hmm. was G-Shock. Big time G-Shock guy. So talk about that a little bit. What was it? What is it about G-Shock that's so appealing? It was, what, what do you think it is? That, because I think for a lot of people, yeah. and it's funny, we touched on this. Uh, we touched on this in, in various episodes. And when we had Manny here, mm-hmm. I think oftentimes like G-Shock as a brand is so important yeah. and holds so much weight that we forget that it's Casio. Right. And Casio has done an amazing job at making watches for everybody. Yeah. yeah. They yeah, really yeah, have. Yeah. What is it about the G-Shock that you think just reigns supreme, especially with with people, with young people? I think it's the variety and the accessibility. Yeah. Like you can find a G-Shock, no matter what the case shape is, yep. that fits your personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that was one of the early things for me is like, I like things that are a little weird, a little colorful, mm. you know? And I found models that fit that yeah but then i could you know they're not super expensive so i could have two or three you could have a couple of them you know what i mean like um and then 
the second part was the conversation. That was the first time I realized how watches can start conversations. Okay. Because people would see them and they'd be like, oh, y'all used to have a baby G. Like, y'all yeah, used to have, yeah, you know what I mean? so true. And it's like, it's such a ubiquitous brand that everyone kind of has a connection to it in some yeah. way. And it just, it's it starts conversations. It starts yeah. friendships. That's so interesting. Yeah. Tell us about the specific one that you ha have with us. It's yeah, a collaboration, this one, right? It's a collab. Yeah, this was done with uh, this New York brand called Pegleg um, in like 2009. Okay. Um, and Pegleg was like kind of downtown brand for sure. a bit. They, um, like when Union was in New York, they, they sold yeah. it there. I bought this at Union in yeah. New York. Oh, wow. Um, so I bought this one and I bought it. Union also did a collab with G-Shock that okay. year. That was like... Shout this, out to Bethany and Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they did, it was like an American flag. Mm. Um, and those were kind of my first big, like, kind of hypey G-Shock purchases. Yeah. Right. And the two that I, again, like never sells. Like mm. they just remind me of a specific time in New York, my like specific relationship to fashion and something yeah. that like- I think, I think being, I mean, obviously three of the four of us are native New Yorkers, but yeah. I mean, you've been here since you were 18. Yeah. So we can consider that like your formative years. So you For understand sure. and, and appreciate the culture that we had growing up here. And mm -hmm. G-Shock was a big part of that. I feel like for yeah, big time. most urban kids who were just like into anything, like you said, hypey. Yeah. G-Shock was a part of that culture. Yeah. You sure. had to have it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember like what like Pharrell was wearing, like you know, like yellow G-Shocks. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and the Migo started yeah, that trend. Exactly. Like it was crazy. It was like that. Like camo hoodies was like what I was like rocking. Yeah, ape shark hoodies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had a G-Shock and the shark hoodie. Yeah, it's funny the bust down G-Shocks starting to come back. They are. Yeah. I remember all the kids I was in high school were spending like two or three hundred dollars on some G-Shocks with Swarovskis in them. <laughs> like, <laughs> at Queen sent them all. Like, it's crazy. You know what's funny? When looking at this, I think about, you know how people always say if you have a Rolex, you could sell it anywhere in the world and you'll sure. have money? If you're anywhere in the world and you need a watch, nine times out of ten, you'll find a, uh, a G-Shock. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think nine times out of ten, you'll find something Casio branded. branded. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's that's why it's so loved. It's like the entry. It's it's like a gateway everyone. drug. For yeah, what it is want. very much a it's a gateway gateway drug because you're you're incentivized to buy more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you you know that they're accessible. There's so many options. Yeah, and if you are a person who, you know, comfortable in your own style, you have you know maybe you're artsy. Right. Um, it's just so much fun that you yeah. can have with that brand, but. I think big time, like shout out to Casio. It's like, it really, uh, that Manny, when we sat down with Manny, it really hit me. It was like, man, they really played such an integral yeah. role yeah. in the, my The fact youth. that his mom <laughs> used to come to the States just to buy Casios and flip them in Puerto Rico. Well, that's crazy. Like, the, crazy. The calculator watch, like yeah. G-Shocks. The like, TV watch. So Yeah, crazy. Like so many hits. It's, I think at, at my height of G-Shock collecting, I probably had like 30, 35. Wow. wow. How many watches do you have in total? Uh, today. I hope it's more than Rashawn. <laughs> I think it's I think it's probably around that number total. I probably 30. Like 35 pieces. Wow. So you've gotten rid of a lot of the G shots. I did. Yeah. Copy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and most of it was space. Some of it like actually flipped a few of them for like wow. yeah, I'm a, sure. a little bit of money. Oh, did you ever get your hands on the Hender Scheme G Shock? No. I'm dying for one. What is this one? Hender Scheme did the G Shock collab. Yeah. Never heard never seen So it. the case is all white. Well, you know Hender Scheme. They yes. do the yeah, so the case is all white, 
and then they do the vegetable tan sneakers. Yeah. So the strap is vegetable tan leather. It's a NATO. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which G-Shock model? Uh, it's the one that you actually bought me as a gift. The snow camo, it's that same model. They still sell this? I mean, now they're selling for like 5X retail, but retail oh, is expensive. <laughs> so it's basically- I have to see a picture. At retail, they were like $400, which we'll is kind of crazy. We'll share it. I'm yeah, sure. we'll share it. But 100%, that was the G-Shock. No, I, was I, like, I want one of those for sure. Yeah, I would yeah. cop one instantly if they were ever in stock, but they just weren't. Wow. Yeah. Um, in your profession. Yeah. And I think, you know, much to like anyone, once you're, once you're dialed in, you kind of, you either foster or you find a community. Mm -hmm. uh, have you found one in, in the film community uh, of, uh, of watch collectors? Oh, 100%. What's yeah. that, what's yeah, that yeah, been yeah, like? Yeah. Um, honestly, kind of the biggest thing about it is like, it gives us a bond of something outside of the filmmaking. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, which like everything is a job, you right. know? And it's like, sometimes you just get tired of talking about your job. But I've got some really close friends that I made through filmmaking that also happen to be watch lovers and watch collectors. Um, you know, my colorist, Mikey Rossiter is like a big watch guy. Cinematographer Michael Townley is mm. another big watch guy. And it's like, it's just dope to be able to kind of turn off and share a hobby, you sure. know what I mean? That's yeah. like not something we're necessarily getting paid for is putting food on the table, that kind sure. of thing. It's just for love. Yeah. Did so. you ever, because uh, another thing that we have a habit of doing is converting. Yeah. Have you ever like converted someone to the ducks? I, <laughs> I literally <laughs> sent somebody a Darth Vader <laughs> the other day after he sent me a video of like an unboxing of a, <laughs> of a Grand Seiko. Yeah, it's my directing partner. That's um, good. And I was slowly but surely been like, Oh, man, you know you want it. <laughs> you know you want it. You I better was, yeah, I'm better the other day. So I have I have a question. When you're obviously when you're directing things, yeah. you have a vision for how things should look and mm -hmm. feel to the audience that you want to you know convey to. When you're looking at how things should look on screen, do you take watches into that perspective as well? What should someone be wearing on their wrist with this outfit or in this scene or moment? Yeah, and I, I try to, as a director, like suggest, but let my department heads sure. do, do the storytelling. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's one of the things though that I'm always like, no, I'm gonna notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, or if it's a character, because costumes tell characters so quickly yeah. it's the quickest way to communicate who a person is yeah it yeah. expresses personality exactly. um and watches are a big part of that and it just happens to be something that i'm an expert in yep. so i tend to be a little harder in a costume design sure, good. Of that um but it's also something that as a director you kind of have to leave the space for collaboration mm -hmm. and actors will come in with certain ideas and thoughts about what they want to do or who they feel the character is and mm. your designers will do the same thing sometimes there's a technical thing like some watches are just a little too loud to be near the microphones you know what i mean like yeah. you hear the ticking or or with this watch sometimes i have a problem because it hums you know what i mean oh. yeah. like when it's oh. really the quiet you can hear the hum wow. and the sound man's like what's that humming and i'm like sorry <laughs> <laughs> So are you are you ever like this person should be wearing a dive watch for the scene and let your costume department kind of do what they want with that? No, I'm not. I try not to be that prescriptive. About okay. It. Do, you, um, do you ever have like actors who are just I don't know if adamant is the word, but they just like they have a watch that they really love yes. and they always wear. Because I, I I think of 
of like I, I don't know if you're familiar like Tay Diggs, mm-hmm. a big Panerai guy. Right. I mean, oh, like really? From I mean, you could go from back. Early, right? I'm about early. to watch Best Man and see what he got on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are pictures of him um, like doing this stuff for Stella got her groove back, and he has a Panerai. Yeah. Wow. In, in like almost all, every show he has, he has a Panerai. And I just wonder, like, do you ever run into actors who are just like, no, this this is what I'm wearing? Yeah, just- we we do. Um, and the key is to really dig down into, like, is this a character decision or is this a brand partnership decision? You mm. know what I mean? Because um, then you need to check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. And Sneak for me, like, everything that goes in that frame has to be about character. Kind you know of. what I mean? It's the essential thing. It's like, we're here to put on a show for these people. We can't also be selling stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it, it's, again, it's always a conversation. You just get to the bottom of it, communicate, and I will make my preferences known. And, and you yeah. know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But, yeah. I had a question. Um, so much to, like, many of us, you know, you started with quartz, mm-hmm. right? Like, first it was this thing that resonated with your childhood and you, you wanted the Jurassic Park. Yeah. You get the G-Shock, you're in the G-Shocks, collecting 30 G-Shocks. Um, understanding that, you know, you like analog. Mm-hmm. At what point um, did you decide that you wanted to step into mechanical watches? And what was sort of the thing that edged you on or pushed you into it, the deciding factor, if you will? Um, it, was, it was just kind of immersing myself in what they were. Like, I'm the kind of person who it's like, when I want to know something, I want to know everything there is to know about it. And okay. I get kind of obsessive about it. So it was like diving into the books and the internet and then figuring out first, like, what's the most accessible way for me to get into that? You know okay. What I mean? And it was vintage stuff. It was vintage. It was so you vintage. started with vintage. Started with vintage. That's very interesting. I did too. Yeah. Um, when I got into mechanical watches, it wasn't because for me... At that time in my life, when I got into vintage, I was collecting a lot of vintage clothing. Okay. Yeah. And um, it just resonated with me for some yeah. reason. And we talk about this often. It yeah. goes back to, for me, what's important. And I don't know, maybe this resonates with you too because you're a filmmaker, but it went to storytelling. Exactly. Like vintage That's was incredibly exactly important for me for the art of story. Yeah. I wanted to be able to speak to my timepiece outside of just the movement. Yeah. And um, I also... I'm I'm in I'm inspired by my own curiosity mm-hmm. and wanting to know things and imagination. And I often imagine like who owned the watch. Right. You know? Yeah. I think for me it's story and it's character. And it's mm. like I like things that you can see that it's lived a life. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like yes. successful oh, kind of the yeah. patina about it. Um going back to the costume thing for a second, my biggest pet peeve on set is like a character that's wearing brand new jeans. Yeah, it doesn't it's make like, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it never makes sense. It's funny. You know what I mean? That's really and funny. And it's like, how do we, like, that, like, did they just come from the store? Like, I don't understand. You know what I mean? And for me, vintage was part of that. It's like, I wanted to know where these things were and what the story was and that they've lasted this long. You know what I mean? And will probably yeah. continue to go on Lived after it. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Definitely. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good segue into the... Hamilton? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, 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 I, I'm familiar with Khaki uh, mm-hmm. Hamiltons. Um, it's an incredible field watch. Yeah. Even the modern um, Khaki Hamiltons, um, and our producer has one, Oshawa yep. purchased yeah. one for himself. 
uh, in a, um, I think it's a steel case. His it's, but a, it's, it's PVD, it's so it's PVD black. black. Yeah, okay, and it's an awesome yeah. timepiece. Gray NATO. Um, what was it about this watch, and what's what's the story with this? This piece? one was a cure for writer's block. Really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. So what were you working I on? I was real. I was trying to crack a script um, that something I've been working on for a really long time. A movie called Something Kind of Wonderful that um, hopefully one of these days will be out. Um, it will. You yeah, did it. Yeah. Um, and just really couldn't get my brain around a couple of things. And one of okay. the movies that kind of always inspires me because of the kind of zaniness, but also the smallness of the story is Martin Scorsese's After Hours. Mm. And Griffin Dune's character in the movie is wearing that watch. Mm. So as any kind of procrastination starts, I was like, I'm not going to write, I'm going to go on the internet, look at watches. And then like started going down that rabbit yeah. hole. You explore your hobby. Exactly. It feels like, exactly. A, it's like a safe space for your brain. Um, but then I was like, yo, I'm going to get this. I'm going to put it on my wrist and I'm going to, I'm going to try to break this story. You know what I mean? And like try to make it work. And I didn't take the watch off until I did. You know what I wow. mean? And it was, this was um, a script I was working on with my writing partner, uh, Pilar Valdez. And it, we worked on that script for two or three years, I think, just like well, really trying to, to mold it into what it was. And this was a what big, year is big this? piece of that. It's 1980. Yeah, I was about to say it yeah. is. It's like, it's beat to shit. Like, yeah, the well, that, gone that wa- I was going to say, that watch is actually looks really special because of that. Yeah. The hands yeah, are yeah, skeletonized because yeah. there's yeah. no loom on them. Yeah. There should be tritium plots in the middle, yeah, but no, they're all gone. gone. Wow. And then, yeah. That's awesome. And then yeah. the seconds hand is grayed like, out. Grayed out. Yeah. yeah. That, it should be also tritium. It should yeah. look brownish. And that winding sound is just. Oh, so that's. Great. So yeah. it's funny. I'm not an expert or anything, yeah. but I was listening to it and I was like, 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time listening to vintage watches, actually. Right. And then, like, so. I do have a little bit of an ear for it. You can kind of hear it. It's yeah. kind of funny. The, the it sounds. It sounds yeah. almost like I think can, the best. You, some of them you can. Yeah. You, you know when you hear it, you like you can date it. It's kind of yeah. interesting. I think the best word to describe an '80s movement is like crunchy. Yes, almost. it's very crunchy. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a Even bag of chips. Even when you wind that, it's got a, like a crackle to it. Yeah, yeah. it does. Right. It's so nice. So you yeah. you wore this until you felt like the script was done. Yeah, until until I felt like we kind of were in a group. At what, what I mean? at what point did you feel like you you hit that mark? Um, when we were, when we were comfortable enough to like send it out to the world, you know what I mean? And like, that was, that script opened a lot of doors for us. Like Mm -hmm. that was the thing that we got agents and managers off of. Like it, it so it's something you actually pitched. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. So has this kind of become like the writer's block watch now? Like, no, there are a few. But yeah, like, yeah. Like, okay. like, he's, he's, got, he's got too many watches for that to be the one. Oh, that, that's a good trick. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, this actually was one too. Really? Yeah, recently. I can't oh, really? talk about this project yet, but it was okay. Uh, yeah. N- another episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so you talk about the inspiration behind this piece. I had a question, kind of regarding mm-hmm. that thought too, where like. Obviously, your you know your profession is in film. You love film. Do you notice that you're noticing watches all the time? I, can't, you- <laughs> I cannot. Look yeah. I cannot. It's 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 bad. Like I caught myself right? doing it. You wrist watch. Like, do you miss could, like the whole plot the whole, sometimes? The I'm like, scenes. the hell is on this? Uh, I got to rewind it. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I try to look at this watch. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, but it's like 
I always tell people when you get on the other side of filmmaking, something happens where you can't enjoy movies in the same way because you're kind of mm. seeing the mechanics behind it. Yeah. You know what it takes to like do a scene like that. You're like, yo, there must have been a thousand people there and like this was crazy, that was crazy. It's that same kind of feeling, but yeah. it's just like, oh, like what, like, is that a sub? Is that like yeah. a speed master? You mm. know what I mean? It's like trying to just play detective a little bit and right. then you start researching it. You're like looking for the stills online. And, yeah. Yeah. Then That's... you end up buying them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, we've got another vintage watch yeah. on the table. This one's really interesting. Yeah, um, this is. The it's a Hoyer. Hoyer. So this is before the tag acquisition. Yeah, it says Oyer only. Yeah, yeah. And it's technically, well, not technically, it is two-tone. It's two-tone, integrated bracelet. Yeah. Steel case and bracelet, bracelet integrated. It's also a chronograph. Chronograph, right. With Hoyer, a date. Hoyer, Kentucky. Gold, the Hoyer, crown, Kentucky. pushers, Oyer symbol, and screws yeah. on the case. It's dope. Yeah. Yeah, that Hoyer symbol at six is it's pretty, crazy. Yeah. pretty cool, It's right? in the yeah. case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this was a piece that I picked up. The production company that I'm repped by, Art Class Content, has offices in Kansas City. And I okay. was doing a job out in Kansas City. And I heard this rumor about this shop out there called Cool Vintage Watches that like Obama went to once. Oh, wow. Like, oh, oh, that's crazy. Right. Did he buy anything? He, he apparently did not buy anything, but he looked around for a while. Sure. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, like, I got that new money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to buy old shit. <laughs> Um, but I was like, yo, I should go and check it out. And this place is crazy because it's it's literally just cool vintage watches. Yeah. And they're all kind of in these cases and you kind of got to like dig through them a little bit and you'll find some really weird stuff, some like gems, like, but this one just caught my immediately part of, partly because of that, the that gold warrior, yeah. you know what I mean? And I was like, it's just such a weird looking watch. And it's very nineteen um, seventies. Yeah, you know, it's, oh, super seventies. You know what's yeah, funny right. about this? After playing with it and looking at the dial more, it says tacky on it instead of tachymeter. tachymeter. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just abbreviated. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but they made these in celebration of Kentucky Derby. So oh, the nice. case is like a little horseshoe shaped, which is why you have the two yeah. screws at the bottom. Um, what year for the Derby was it for? I think it's it's had to be sixty nine or seventy. Oh, okay, so yeah, very it's like very early. 70s. Another another sixty nine. Yeah. And they also did, there's a quartz version of the watch too. Really? Yeah. But apparently like they don't, there aren't a lot floating around anymore because the the way that the bracelet connected wasn't great and mm. they would just fall apart and people toss them. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, this is. It's pretty sick. Yeah. This is nice. It's definitely unique. I do see the horseshoe shape too. Yeah. The other thing that I love is at the at the bottom here, just like the the Hoyer like um, shield, just kind of sitting atop there. Yeah, it's and like feels like a watch that doesn't balance right, but you yeah. put it on your it wrist, works. and it's like it works perfectly. We we talked about this before, and I hate tag. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> this says Hoyer. I'm a fan. Yeah. But it's cool because it also it doesn't say Hoyer on the dial. Yeah, it says it on the case. Dial just says Kentucky. This reminds Automatic me of, of those Rolex day dates. A that little say bit. Say Rolex on the bottom because they cover the, the dials of diamonds. Right. But the case is like really really awesome actually. Yeah. 
So was this another one of those like oh, calling you? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yep. That's it why was, yeah. I'm taking it. Yeah. On on the trip to the store, I I picked up two different watches. I got that, and I got an Accutron Devil Diver. Okay. Oh, wow. um, six six six. Yeah. 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 And it in like you you see, I can show you guys photos. It's just like hundreds of watches out there and it was just like oh like okay that one, that one. <laughs> it's like oh, that one yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. i mean and it's like it's it just it's i i think in a day and age where we're kind of inundated with like photos of watches and like you see all the stuff on ig you see it on youtube seeing something in the metal and with your eyes yes it creates it's an emotional so connection yeah. it does that you just have to have with these little objects mm -hmm. you know I don't like purchasing watches online. Yeah, I don't see why anyone would. The only time that I do is if it's something that I come across that I know I already want. Yeah. Right. And then I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you've already seen it in person. Mm -hmm. You know what it's like? And it's like, here's my opportunity. Great price. Great condition. That's, I have to get it. Yeah. That's the only circumstance. Um, you own a lot of watches, my friend. I do. <laughs> <laughs> how do you decide what to wear on any given day uh it's hard it's it's really really difficult i mean i generally start with the watch you know what i mean because and the problem is i also have a lot of clothes <laughs> so it's just so that's, that's, that's never really a problem because, uh, just from talking to you and being around you i think i think it's fair to say we're similar in, in, a, in yes. a couple of ways in yeah. terms of what we like yes like everything you're wearing i would wear there you go. And okay. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you got an affinity for vintage. Yeah. You like watches. Yeah. You, you have an eye for design. You like film. Uh, you love anything that's in the realm of the arts. Yeah. And I think beauty, I get it. You know, yeah. I mean? it's also everything of quality, and people. too. Yeah. So I find myself, I own 12, I know, I counted. I have 16 watches now. Wow. Okay. Which is crazy for me. <laughs> And I have a hard time in the morning. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. So I'm curious, how do you even approach this? So recently, I think before this one, it was like the feeling had to beat the Speedmaster when I got to the Watchbox. You know what I mean? It's like, it had to beat the Speedmaster. Yeah, because it's like, wow. yeah, when I got my Speedmaster. Okay. So that's what you go for. It became, it became my daily driver like very quickly. Okay. It is really hard to take off. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Speedy, I have one. I have a vintage Speedy. It does yeah. that to you. Yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. But it's like, oh, I'm kind of doing this today. Like, this is the vibe. This is temperature. You know what I mean? Like, any excuse. And sometimes I just get bored. I want to switch it up. I just switch straps a lot also. Yeah. Like, exponential amount of straps. But I don't know. It's it's the same thing. It's like, it's just a feeling or it's a story or it's like, I know... I'm going into like X pitch today, and like this watch gives me the energy I need. That like, I understand. Bring that, you know what I mean? I resonate with that. Yeah. So I'm curious too, do you ever feel like, because there's sometimes what I get is there is what you describe when you're purchasing the watch, mm -hmm. that calling. Yeah. And there are times where I feel that same calling mm -hmm. when I see it in the watch box. Yeah. Even though I've already purchased it. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay, I have to wear you today. Yeah. Does that ever happen to you? Oh, all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that it's, again, like just being open to that experience. And yeah. it's like, yo, what are we going to, what adventure are we going to go on today? You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, you must be telling me to wear you for a reason. Yeah. And like, let's, let's see what's up. Let's yeah. Do it. You know what I mean? 
that's kind of how I felt with with this one today. Yeah. I got up this morning. And then look what happened. Like you, I know. It's crazy. Then, then, then four Omega showed up on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it was, wild. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how I feel, too. I've been wearing this watch all day today. Yeah. So I had, a, I, I, uh, this morning I got together with Tiffany Wade. Okay. We, we shot some pictures, and I was wearing this watch. Uh, we were shooting pictures of other watches, but I was like, for some reason, I was like, I'm wearing this one today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I had an outfit change before I got right. here. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm not I'm just saying it was I had the shoot, I had this, and uh but I'm still wearing the same watch. Yeah. And, well that that yeah. brings you to a question though. Do you ever switch watches midday just because you're like No. Okay. I, I, I definitely have. Yeah. He I has. Do I don't I don't I, I am I am committed. Yeah. Okay. Right. So uh, when we did Rashawn's episode, I was talking about how I always decide what watch I'm wearing just like off of feeling and instinct. Yeah. I'll like get up from bed. I have all my watches like on the counter in my room and I'm like, for whatever reason, I just grab it. Right. There's been times when I'll go home midday and I got to go out again and I'm like, I don't feel like wearing this no more. That's the one I want to wear now because I just look at it and I'm like, this describes me right now in this moment. Yeah. You're going to change the vibe a little bit. Very rarely happens to me. It's happened to me like this year since 2022 started maybe three times so i have this thing where i feel obligated once i've made the choice oh. it's almost like it's a living thing and i'm like well it's, it is <laughs> I'm taking it is it. it literally has a heartbeat dog <laughs> so it's okay okay i'm not I gonna put you in box you. i'm gonna go, yeah. I'm gonna go you yeah. know nah. today's your day yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good i will say though for me i'll i'll go out with two watches so like okay. i'll have one on and I'll have one, like knowing it, like let's say knowing that I was about to do this right. today, like there was the work watch. I woke up like, oh yeah, work. I'd be like, I'm the not last, working that for <laughs> the last like three times I've seen this man, he's had multiple watches on. Facts. Yep. yep. Facts. As a matter of fact, when we ran into you at the Complecto event, the you first one, four watches, four watches. Four watches. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's almost like he double double wristed. <laughs> it builds up on itself because if I only had three watches, eventually I think I would. You lose that that spark feeling of mm-hmm. of what multiple watches would provide because yeah. you have three. You know what? There's only so many times you'll get that spark from those three watches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it's. It's that's what you describe. It's like when you haven't seen a family member for a long time. For a long time, time yeah. yeah. Like it's amazing to see them, but if they were living with you every day, you'd be yeah, like, and you oh wouldn't want God. that feeling. Yeah. You get out of it's, here. It's yeah. I understand that completely. When I was like looking for what I was gonna bring today, there was some stuff that was like going back to Casio. Like I had an old Casio World Timer, and I was like, oh man, I haven't worn this watch in like two years. Like, wow. Maybe I should put this on. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like I also just like having that variety of stuff yeah. that it's like it's not all luxury it's not all vintage yeah. it's not all tool watches it's not all mechanic you know what i mean it's i like, totally get it you can just it, but it's me you yeah. know what i mean like if you can look at that and be like oh yeah no that's that's Jamal's collection you know it's I mean? funny because i wear you know i like to grill mm-hmm. yeah often yes I- <laughs> very well too <laughs> thank you i appreciate it i'll give you yeah you, you need, need more your props compliments. on that okay you can't, uh, <laughs> you can't you can't say that and not like 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 you gotta you, put you know? invitation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming! We got all summer. Yeah, yeah, So for those who are watching or listening, either or, just to let you know, when it comes to grilling, I get down. I get down. <laughs> so the chocolate right get thrown now. on. Uh-uh. It's you the know, family. Listen, when the leather sandals comes out, you know it's real. <laughs> Perry, Perry was out here grilling, and 
Leather flip flops and socks. Yes, I was. I like that. Like a grilling I mean, photo shoot. I'm a well, I didn't. I didn't guy. get a pedicure. That's why I had the socks. <laughs> no, no, I was going straight barefoot. But I had guests over. You know, I'm trying yeah, to keep yeah, everything. Yeah. You know, the salmon. The what kind of steaks you got again? Ribeye steaks. We did. We we did some ribeye. We did some salmon, some ribeye, and the we chicken wings. We smoked some salmon. Right. We smoked Ooh. some wings. Wow. What uh, kind of grill you do? Legendary. I, I use just charcoal grill. Okay. I have a Weber. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Right. Not a gas bag? No, I don't. I just, that's not grilling. That's like, like crazy. That's how you know. You see his face? He got angry. <laughs> Anybody that comes to me and talks about using gas, you're not, you're using, a, you're cooking. Right, you're cooking. It's you're not grilling. Right? There's a difference. Yeah. And you might be a great cook, but it's not grilling. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but when, whenever I do, I like to wear, there are two watches I wear. Mm. I'll either wear my G-Shock. Okay. I have a, the green G-Shock. Yeah, you had the Latin, G-Shock on. And when you or one of my new favorites to wear is the watch that Frank got us. Really? I wear Sam that the American Eagle? Sam the American Eagle. Shout out to Frank that's, Williams. That's my, my grilling watch. I got to say, I was really jealous when I saw you guys got those. Yo, they were fire. So, like, <laughs> so I got red, you got I white. white strap. Rashawn has blue. Yes, and Ashraf is black. Right. Word. I'm like a big LA Olympics fan. Yeah. Like I have a ton of memorabilia from the 84 Olympics. Mm-hmm. And it's just like another weird obsession. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you you know, you gotta get a but Sam the like, Eagle watch. I didn't know those existed. So actually, it's, it is, there are some out there, but it is still very rare. I've yeah, only yeah. seen like maybe one or two up for sale still. That's it. Well, and, um, but they're dead stock. Like, right. Manual wound watches. It's crazy. It's keeping impeccable time. Yeah. And it's loud. Yeah. Tick tock, <laughs> tick. Like you hear it. Right. It's crazy. It's so good. I love that watch. That watch is awesome. So, Frank, thank you. Shout out to Frank. Shout out to Frank. We appreciate you. And it is getting a lot of wrist time, especially this summer. That's yeah. my go-to. That's that's a really summer watch. watch. If you and, and that's that's the only time I ever actually wear it. So if you see the watch on my wrist. It's going down. Right. So hold on, let me ask you a question. Did you Shoot. wear this on the 4th of July? I didn't see you 4th I did. of July. I did. You weren't there. I did wear it on the 4th of July. There you mm-hmm. go. Ash was there. I wore it. Photographic evidence. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I got it. I'll post it. You're going to post it. I'll post it. But no, that's, that's uh, yeah, that's the one. When I throw that on, I'm like, you know what time You're about to chef some shit up. We got to chef it up. <laughs> um, going back to our guest. Yeah. So... In talking about, you know, deciding what watches to wear, I am curious because this watch that you're wearing on your wrist is very unique. Um, let's start with uh, why did you decide to wear that one today? Um, I mean, this has kind of been my summer watch. It's kind okay. of been my summer watch. Excuse me. Um, but it's it, it just kind of fit the vibe a sure. little bit. You know what I mean? It's... Uh, and I don't know, like it's just, it's hard to explain. I was just like, so I don't know a today. whole lot about this piece. This yeah. is the first time yeah. I've ever seen one. What is what's yeah. what's the story behind this? Um, what this, so and they, can we let's describe what this is first too for for our listeners? Yeah, it's um, an Omega Seamaster. I think it's again like sixty eight, sixty nine. It's in great condition. Look it up. Six nine. Check my facts. Um, but they did a whole range of these uh, with the electric complication, so or the electric movement. Excuse me. Um, so it's a, it's a battery operated movement. Battery operated movement. But it it's a it's a it ticks like an automatic watch. 
Yeah, yeah it's actually sweeps. It almost looks yeah, like a spring drive. Yeah, it looks like a, yeah, you took the words on my mouth. It looks like yeah. a Grand Seiko spring drive. Um, and it's the it's the same movement that's in the Accutrons. Wow. So it's got the tuning fork. It's got a hum. Yeah, you know hmm. I mean? Accutron. It's always accurate. Yeah. There you go. Shout out to Belova. <laughs> um, but it's super light. Like it just, it has a nice kind of jangle to it. Like it's just loose enough that it like makes that kind of like, you know, like very tactile feel. But mm. um, I don't know. It's just, it's, I fell in love have with it. Have you had to change song. the battery since you've had it? No. No? How but, long have you had it? Uh, I've had it probably about six months, seven months. So does this one actually qualify as a quartz watch? No. No. Because this is quartz. different. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't run. It's the, a yeah. tuning fork movement. Yeah. What I like about this too is that instead of ha obviously it's an electronic movement, so it doesn't say like twenty eight thousand beats per right. second. It says three hundred hertz. Yeah, so yeah. I I know you know and the omega symbol in the dial. Usually is red. we tap yeah. Ben as our watch encyclopedia. Yeah, I know he doesn't. Like it's that never term. gonna stick. <laughs> but you are very knowledgeable, and so and just I like want to ask you because I'm sure you know. Yeah. How do we differentiate quartz from the electronic movement? So. Quartz, I mean, it's in the name. Quartz would have a quartz have crystal, crystal in it. Yes. This doesn't have that. Okay. It has a tuning fork. Um, for example, a Grand Seiko Spring Drive does actually have a quartz crystal in it. But it's not considered a quartz because it runs with an electromagnet and a rotor. They're still mm. automatic. So you can't call that a quartz because there's no battery in it. Interesting. Just for perspective, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. The normal 28800 is 4 hertz. Uh, yeah. yeah. So this, the tuning fork in this is moving at 300 hertz. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow, that's why it's sweeping like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Grand Seiko doesn't even tell you how many hertz theirs runs. This is amazing. Don't want anybody to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I really love it. And, and the crazy thing about this, see, this is why I love Omega, because over their history, they've done some real oddball shit, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, yo, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make an electric dive watch. Yeah. <laughs> going Electricity and water? <laughs> what? I don't know about that. Screw down crown on there. Crazy. <laughs> Actually, I do have to correct both of us, Ricardo. Mm -hmm. Three hertz is 26,000 or 28,000. Oh, okay. Four hertz is 36. Four hertz so this, okay. and this, it's got a bi-directional bezel. Yeah. Okay. The bezel's a little sticky. It's a little tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's okay. It's a watch. Yeah, it's a watch from 69. The bracelet is awesome. Yeah. Uh, it does resemble an oyster bracelet. It's got a little bit It's just that. got a little bit more of a taper to it. Um, I love that the Omega logo sits on, like, that red, like, yeah. little plate at the top. This thing is really fire, actually. Yeah. Even the, like, weighted hands, like, the kind of baton hands, it's, mm -hmm. like... Yeah, those are kind of cool. It's like... Well, they, they have to do that shape because um, it's been proven that that baton-shaped hands, mm -hmm. they don't wiggle when they move. Oh, word. So, for example, Rolex, you look at any Rolex, they have really thin hands. Yeah. On top of that, the hands are actually gold. Right. Mm. So, they're thin and they're soft. Yeah. So, if you get your Rolex service, it doesn't matter how new or old it is. They always replace the hands. They're going to replace the hands because there's micro abrasions and small bends in it that you yeah. can't see with the naked eye. Mm. And that's because they're really soft and light, so they'll always bend. So, in the case of this Omega, if it gets serviced, you'll probably never have to swap the hands. Right. Same thing with Grand Seiko. Grand Seiko is one of the only brands that uses brass hands. Okay. They use brass because brass is way heavier than gold. There's no wiggle or shake when they, when they move. Right. So, how did this come into your life? 
What was just the story with this one? Uh, this was just a random trip to the Rose Bowl flea market in LA. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Yo, my wife was there two days ago. I had her on FaceTime. I'm like, show me some. I'm looking for some shirts. <laughs> I need some vintage T-shirts. But the service out there is terrible. We, yeah, I couldn't see it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Rose Bowl flea market. Yeah, okay. I wasn't looking to buy a watch. I mean, I'm always looking to buy a watch. But I wasn't, you know what I mean? You didn't expect to buy one so soon. It yeah. was, yeah. And um, another, and it was another, it was another moment uh, where I just like, no, it's a perfect watch. <laughs> it <laughs> called right you. Right there is a perfect watch. It yeah. called you. Yeah, yeah. What was what was the transaction like? What was the uh, the person uh, uh, like who who sold this to you? It, it it for what can go down at that place? It was actually pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, for my paper. Exactly. <laughs> did you bargain though? Uh, I bargained a little bit. Okay. Um, it did not cost what I think it should. Like, I definitely got away with something. Sure. You know what I mean? You should. You got, you at got the got Rose Bowl, more. you should. Oh, yeah. I, I came out. Like, I, good, I, I, good, I, I good. won the transaction. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it, it, again, it's just like, there's something about the beauty of these things and like the way that they're kind of weighted and the feeling and all of that. And it, to me, that it ticks all those boxes for me. This is a really cool watch. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's really, really cool. <laughs> See, I like that, this. That makes me want to add an Akatron back to my collection. Like I, this, I got you had one? Like, like, when I first started collecting, I had the newer version of the Devil Diver that right. you have. Okay. Because they kind of, the, the lobster. They, right. They yeah, re, yeah, yeah, yeah. They reintroduced yeah. those and I picked it up. And there's just something about the sweet yeah. On an Akrachan that like it's nice. Yeah. Like I always ask myself, like, why do most brands, instead of making just a normal quartz piece, why aren't all their pieces like this? Exactly. Mm. Because it, it it I know in their mind they're like, we want to differentiate between the automatic right. and this, but this is just nice though. Like, it's not it's like I think it's a really lovely movement and like one of my kind of side quests in collecting is like a little being a little bit of a movement guy as, you know what as, I mean? as someone like, who <laughs> plays video games every day i like that you use the yeah. term side quest. <laughs> um awesome. but it's like i want to have important movements like you know what i mean like my speedy i've got um in uh, now i don't know i'm blanking on everything the accutron um the nine F quartz movement, like Grant Tango's nine F quartz. Yeah. Like, you have a GMT, right? With that GMT, in it? Yeah. So you're in, you're you're intentionally building a collection yeah. in terms of like I want to get one of yeah. these, one of that. Yeah, and I this. think it's just like important moments in technological design and advancement. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's something that I, a brand that I respect. I don't know if I could pull off wearing one of the watches, but the uh, the Bulova, um I'm completely brain farting on this. Okay. Octofinissimos, sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. The um, Bugari. Bugari. Yes. Bugari. Oh, um, they like kind of chasing innovation in the mm. way that they're doing, where it's yeah. like, how thin can we make this thing? It's like, yo, I love that energy. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see like, where they go next after what arms yeah, just are, yeah. Yeah. arms just flex. Yeah. Like, can you get any thinner? <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. But crazy. also, it's like maybe like, can you stay that thin but just design a better a better looking watch? <laughs> we had because it's not like I mean we had this conversation the other day. I don't know if people was chasing that like it, yeah. We had this conversation yeah, this the other day be, with no uh, disrespect to RM, but we had this conversation with with Tyler the other day. You Perry actually wasn't there for this conversation. when we were at the at Dumbo House. Okay, for with uh with the guys from wax copy and uh and get bezel and uh, me and tyler were talking and we were like we love the f and this is before the rm came out yeah we were like we love the fact that dr finissimo is like the thinnest watch 
and the watch is fire, I'll never buy one. I don't want a fucking QR code on my dial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. And then RM drops the the new one, the Ferrari collab, and I was like, I wear a Ferrari logo on my wrist though. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I rock with Ferrari. I wear that. Sure, of course. Yeah, sure. I wish the watch wasn't so wide though. That's the only right. thing I got. To yeah, say I mean, it just it. looks it's, like it's it looks like something out of like Xena Warrior. Yeah, it, it looks like a, like a <laughs> like the first thing I thought of was like you know the bracelet you get when you go to a music festival. Yeah, like your checklist yes. entry thing. Yeah, like, yeah, you tap them. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm like, oh, it's weird. I don't it, know. It feels like the chase for innovation is kind of pushing the whole. You know, what's that quote? Form follows function. And yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It, it's pushing it so much in that direction that you almost want to snap them back and be like yes make it look good first yeah, yeah. please and, and then incorporate the idea of it being really thin i don't mind an extra 0. 0.05 millimeters yeah. if it means it's a watch that's more that's wearable. they were just they were just trying to flex in the, uh, quote unquote innovation in terms yeah. of how can we make the thinnest watch whatever sure, it takes right. let's just do it yeah but i do i do like that chase and i like that it pushes us to this thing where you know it's like timekeeping was all about trying to figure out the perfect way to do this but we kind of we all have iphones now so yeah, you know exactly. what i mean yeah um and it's like how else can we push this innovation what else can we do it's like i like the energy but again the results always not not always yeah um so speaking of what we're just talking about in terms of collecting and yeah how you're going about it intentionally what's next for you What's 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 on the hit list? What's uh, so many what things? You, <laughs> you gotta give us a top three. You know, let's let's give us like um, uh, give us like top three, considering like either brand yeah. or some other category. I really want uh, Howard Carrera twenty four forty seven. Like, okay, vintage. Again, like I think going back to the important movement thing, mm. it's just like a chronograph that a is beautifully designed and b is just like a little piece of watch history. You know right. what I mean? Mm. Um, I got my Ion and Explorer too. What dial color? Polar. White. Polar. Yeah, I'm, I'm like vintage or modern. Uh, I want a modern one. Same. Yeah. Yeah. You want the that's gonna be the beauty. Yeah. yeah. And I think for me, I want my first Rolex to be my first. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to I mm. I want to put my story on it. I feel um, you. I want those to be my scratches. You know I what I mean? You. Um. The second one, we'll figure that out. But sure. I think, you know, I, I, hopefully that's close. So I, we'll I always say this. And, you know, I think the Polar Doll Explorer 2 yeah. is one of the best looking tool watches. Oh, I think it's great. It's just it's underrated. Yeah. Like, yeah. It checks every single box. Yeah. It just doesn't. And it's also just a little weird. You know what I mean? I, for the it, brand, it is incredibly yeah. weird. It makes no sense for Rolex. Yeah. It's yeah. like a watch for us Spelunkers. Like, right. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's <laughs> community. It's like it makes no sense, but it's it's a it's an awesome piece. Yeah, it's great. It's great, um, and it's just like begging to put a story on it. Absolutely. You know I mean? Yeah. Like, well, because with that watch too, you don't feel bad about like digging yeah. it up. No, you're incentivized to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a tool watch. Is tool watch. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I think that's Rolex's least luxury looking watch. Right. But almost like its most purest. Expression exactly. of what it oh, used to well, be. What they used to be. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. One hundred percent. I like the Explorer One in the same essence too. Yeah. I tried on the Explorer One because um, I always thought the thirty six was going to be too small, mm -hmm. just like by hearing about it. 
and I put it on. And I'm like, no, this might be like a perfectly sized watch. It's bigger right? than your yeah. Jurassic Park watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think if you go Explorer, you go 1016. If you're going to go vintage, you have to go 1016. Yeah. I would only go vintage on the Explorer one. Nah, I rock with the new 36. It's good. The new 36 is nice. It's fucking it's good. Nice. The bracelet's fire. <laughs> I'm gonna go 1016. <laughs> hey, if you find one at the right price, let me know because they're 20 and over right now. It's I mean, crazy. I'm gonna go Ranger because I'm not gonna get it at the right price, but it's fine. Figure that out. What else do you got? Um, I want to add a spring drive to me the too. collection. Yes. I, I haven't found the right one yet. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the power reserve dial on the front. Is that so yeah, that, would be, that was going to be my next question. I love the power a, reserve Yeah, dial. me and Perry are, are CII on this. We yeah. love power reserve indicators. But would you do a manually round spring drive? Because they usually yeah. put those power reserves on the back. On the back, yeah, yeah I would 100%. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I, I remember you said you have a GS right mm-hmm. now. After going to that store and then kind of just and then getting the the Pilatos. Yeah. What made you get that GS? Because I still, I I don't think I had quite let it go. Because that was the second, that was the next purchase mm-hmm. <laughs> with yeah. that Grand yeah. Seiko. Um, and it was also like I got the Pelagos in March 2021. It was right when we got pause, and that's I bought the watch to like kind of celebrate getting my first TV show. You know nice. what I mean? And like. Um, the GS was when kind of the world opened back up a little bit and we were doing a little more travel jobs. And I was like, you know what I need for travel is a GMT. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. That was the excuse. Um, but again, another thing I just saw and it's like the way that the red hand against that, like blue sunburst style is just like very nicely balanced. It's also like, I thought a little small for me at first, but I'm mm. just like, cause it's 39 millimeters. I put it on and I was like, no, it's perfect. Oh, yeah. It's great. Still vessel, everything, man. Yeah. Still vessel. LA being your true home, do you always have GMT time set to LA? No, I have my GMT time set to where my wife is. Okay. So Very important. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, when we were, we were shooting our movie, The Day Ones in LA, she was working on a movie or a TV show in North Carolina. Oh, she's in the same industry. Yeah, she's a costume designer. So, oh, or wow, works in awesome. costumes, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, so like, are you like, uh, these watches? Yeah. That it, it's, we you. try to keep a little church and stay <laughs> in the home. Smart you know man, what I mean? You know How does she feel about your hobby in general? Is she into it? Is she- uh, she's into it. She's very supportive. You know what I mean? That's and I a think, gift. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think that sometimes I got to be a little creative about like when they come into the home, you sure. know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> As <we> all. <laughs> when they're introduced. But um, I think she likes it. Is um, she getting into watches she, a little bit. So, That's cool. yeah, nice. yeah. So for her birthday this year, she wanted a Zodiac watch. She's super oh, into uh, like, true crime and things. Oh, she wanted, yeah. So nice. she, Which one did she get? She got the triple date moon phase. Nice. From like oh, that's a good one. Or yeah, I know that one. Yeah. I was looking at one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. Black um, dial? It's, no, it's the cream dial. The cream dial. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's great. And then it's dope because she like was going through my straps and found like a rainbow NATO and so put she's it on. Vintage. Because with yeah, that, that yeah, triple yeah, date yeah. moon phase, what's that, like late 50s or 60s? No, it's like mid 50s. Mid 50s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she put it on a NATO and I was like, you can't put that watch on a NATO, but yeah. she did it and it looks great. You know what I mean? She rocks sure. it. She loves it. Um, when I first started 
getting into luxury watches, she's like, you know what I want? Have you ever seen those Rolexes that are all gold and they have like the date at the top? Yes. And like, the day? I want there one of those. And I was like, like, yeah, yeah. one of those too. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? But it's like, she's supportive. Like she's got me very early in our relationship. I know this is a controversial watch brand, but she bought me a Daniel Wellington. She knew that I liked watches and that sure. was like kind of what she- I actually bought my wife one of those a yeah. long time ago. <laughs> Um, doesn't worry anymore. But yeah, mine doesn't, work, <laughs> mine doesn't work either. Like, I'm just like, okay, it didn't last. But I still keep it in my box when I'm traveling. I keep it in my dab kit because it's like talking about connection to things and having a story to things. Like, it reminds me of a very early time in our relationship yep. when we weren't where we are now. You know mm. what I mean? And she believed in me and we were like trying to make it happen. You know what nice. I mean? Um, and I think from that, she just knows that it's a thing that's never gone away. Like yeah. my love for watches is always gonna be here. So yeah, that's dope. You know, that's dope. Yeah. So, um, what's your Grail watch? Ooh. What's the one that like, you know, out of all of them, it's like this is the one. Like, it's hard. I re- so there's this the Patek uh, Color Travel Travel Time. Okay. Is mm. like one that. For me, it's like, I don't really have a lot of pilot's watches mm-hmm. in my collection, but it's just like, there's something about that watch. That the, like the, the modern, which modern? Yeah. yeah, yeah Rose yeah, or yeah. white? Uh, the white. 5524G. Yeah. That's the one you want? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Taking notes. Um, yeah. There's also the, um, what is the, the new watch they just released? Parmigiani did the GMT with the gold hand. Yeah, that, they like, did. I saw you that know that what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, again, yeah. like, the Rachapont. Yeah, the yes, Rachapont. Yes, and it's beautiful, um beautiful it's watch. such a gorgeously designed watch. And it's just like the idea of like form and function is like yeah. what you were talking about before. It's like, oh no, that's what form and function is. It's yeah. like the way that the hands work, the like balance of the whole thing. It's just it's a beautiful mm-hmm. art yeah. object that happens to tell time. It's the I have to say there were maybe a handful of watches at Watches and Wonders that me and the guys kind of just like stopped. Yeah. Like that was one of them. Yeah. Mm. Like just the way that they put that that the incorporated into the one hand and yeah. it's hiding behind yeah. there. Like it's it's such a cool and the the whole fit of the watch, it's comfortable. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah I'm a, <laughs> Yeah, you good. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. Great choice. Um and there's yeah, I mean there's there's always stuff, you know sure. what I mean? It's like I'm always kind of chasing yeah. Something there's this. I saw this platinum Nautilus, and I'm not really a Nautilus guy, but I saw Ooh, platinum Nautilus. Fifty-seven eleven P. I was like, yeah. I mean, you guys know. But <laughs> text my favorite brand. Um, but yeah, it's it's. It, it, I'm always going to chase something. I think that's part of it. It's like I like that yeah, feeling. It's like this, like the I chase. like the search. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It always leads you to something else too. It you does I mean? too. Yeah, you end up uh, you. I don't know. It's like the the experience of purchasing a watch. Purchasing a watch, it can be either really cheap mm-hmm. in terms of the experience, or it can be very enriching. Yeah. And the chase, I think, makes it very enriching because there's the experience, but there's also the research. Yeah. That you put into it, and then what you learn, and yeah. then when you finally get it, it really does feel like a trophy. Yeah. It's yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah. It's a, again, it's a story. It's a it's a part of your life and a part of yeah. your journey. You know what I mean? Um, and who knows how long it will be with you, but for that moment it is. And I think that's really beautiful. Very special. You know I mean? So, um, What projects you got coming up? I know you're constantly on the go. And yeah. Um, we just- season three. Hug like right? fingers crossed. It's happening. You know what I mean? 
Um, yeah, so the season finale of Pause uh, was just on, and we're, again, hopeful for season three. Um, we're doing right now a big campaign with uh, ESPN, Derek Jeter, and American Family Insurance cool. for the Captain documentary that's coming out. Well, so um, it's incredibly fun thing where we basically were taking Derek Jeter and then like putting him inside of his memories. So it's like him interacting with a younger version of himself, him interacting with himself in high school, him interacting with himself when he won the World Series. That's dope. Um, and so he kind of gets to walk through these memories and say thank you to all of these people. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's just a lot of fun. It's like got to be imaginative, like, you know, be a big three spot national campaign. So that's coming up. Incredible. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well deserved. Um, and then, yeah, just a couple other things on the horizon. Um, there's a watch project I can't say too much about yet. Oh, mm. people oh, are going to yeah. be pretty excited about. Good, so, yeah, can't wait to see that. Yeah, yeah, you know, finally um, bringing the two together. A bit, there we so. go. That's the goal, right? <laughs> That's the goal. Bring yeah. the hobby and the profession together. Yeah, respect. Um, well, this has been awesome. Really enjoyed this. Thank you for for coming down. Thank you for having me, guys. Absolutely, sure. absolute pleasure. Yeah. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed this. You are the first director we've had on the show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh we're not usually used to being in front of the camera sure so, you know, no it's, it's i, I know that and i appreciate thinking. it um <laughs> you know i think uh you know just from knowing your story and, and what you, you know where you've come from where you go you've gone to um obviously you have a lot to be proud of thanks man I and it shows that. in the work uh the pause with sam J is a show that me and my wife do enjoy she she put me on to sam J actually yeah um and um wishing you all the best thank you much thank success you thank with you that. back to um, guys shout out to my man ricardo shout out to right ricardo here, joining us as our guest co-host this week it's always fun man yeah, <laughs> like i said they just love being here man. respect <laughs> we we'll love having you uh rashawn if you're listening just want you to know that this episode was very very special very special <laughs> very special and we miss you uh, but we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And uh, for those out there in uh, YouTube and Spotify land and, and, and audio land, uh, you know where to find us on Instagram. You can find us at Risk Check Pod. Uh, Spotify, just search, search Risk Check Podcast. YouTube, Risk Check Podcast. Uh, we're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TikTok for the children. And uh, see you next week. This was episode 30. Sheesh. I mean, just, oh, what are we titling this show? This, you know, that's 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 a you guys that's something you guys do. You can't just yeah, we should figure out during the episode. Yeah, Fuck, you can't. Yeah. I do. I put y'all. He just threw spot. us a yeah. <laughs> Like I'm like I'm waiting for them to. What what are we gonna call this one? What do you think we should call it? Dirty Thirty. That's it. I like Dirty Thirty. I like Dirty. Shout out to Dirty Thirty. Go with that. Dirty Thirty. There it is. There you have it. Peace, y'all. Peace. See you next week. <laughs>